Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Well, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, I mentioned Zig Ziglar's name in the last last week when I was talking about one of the lessons that we've learned from our Coast View guests, which is about find your inspiration fuel. And uh, and I want to share this. Kind of popped up, um, and I want to share it with you. It said this, or he said this. Uh, this is from Zig Ziglar. We can't always choose the music life plays for us, but we can choose how we dance to it. I just thought that was perfect. Sometimes we just have to we have to go with the flow. Last week was a was a really awesome conversation because we had so many dynamic uh guests uh from Josh Daniels from Keesler and we had an opportunity to catch up with Je- Jeffrey O'Keefe. What a what a terrific contribution your key families made to coastal Mississippi. I circled back with my friend Sonny Schindler, who came to us live from Cat Island. That was a dynamic conversation. Every Friday we talked to Jeff Duncan. And you know, Jeff Duncan, if you haven't listened to those Friday shows, you should. He's with the Athletic. He's a Saints expert. He's covered the Saints longer than anyone else on earth. And uh, but he knows the Pelicans. He's a horse racing expert. I had a really dynamic conversation with Joe Max Higgins, who's head of economic development for the golden triangle. He said so many cool things had Cecilia Dobbs Walton from uh, the city of Biloxi and Marilette Kenny Holloway. I mean, we had a terrific conversation about kind of where he is in his planning process. We're going to come back together again in June and talk more about that. But what a, what a great conversation that was, you know, along the way I've had great conversations. And today, one of the ones that I had is one of the, I think it may be near one of the most viewed conversations that I've had since I started Coast View some 500 conversations ago. And that was with Jordan and Phil Nico of the Nico Restaurant Group. They own restaurants all across, across coastal Mississippi. They're involved in development projects. They're very aggressive. They they actually started their first restaurant when Phil was 14 and his brother and brother Jordan was 21. Now I think they're like 25 and 31 or something like that. And they're setting the world on fire here in Coastal Mississippi. One of their restaurants charred a steak and uh, an oyster bar in Ocean Springs on Government Street is <clears throat> one of the many restaurants that they have here in Coastal Mississippi. And I'm friends with Milton Joe Ackham, the, the chef there, who I'm friends with him on Facebook. And uh, we share so many passions in life together. And I really look forward to this conversation today as Milton and I sort of, you know, dive into Milton's life, his path that led him to become chef there at Chard and uh, any number of other things that we're going to be talking about today. But anyway, Milton, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to Coach View. Thank you for having me. So look, let's start with this, man. Um, I watch you every day, you know, posting food and all these different things that you do there at Chard, but you are literally in your element, aren't you? Oh yeah. I love what I do. Um, I don't feel like you could really do this profession day in and day out. If you don't, if you don't love this job, uh, it, it definitely tests you, but I mean, you know, cooking is a passion of mine. I grew up cooking, grew up in a seafood business. Uh, as soon as I graduated high school, jumped into culinary school and just kind of 
stepping stones just kept going. Um, and it's just another one of those stepping stones. Just keep going further and further, and you see what happens. Where you grew up in violent <clears throat> Louisiana. Yep. But that area of the country is no stranger to incredible cooking, is it? No, delicious food, awesome fishing, duck hunting, everything that I love. So they all come together and turns out to be a, uh, you know, southern Cajun comfort food, you know, basically what chard is. You know, we have really good steaks, oysters. Uh, all the specials I do is just food I enjoy cooking, uh, basically where I came from. Yeah, so it's just so interesting to see how you, you're not someone who just enjoys sort of settling with, <clears throat> okay, this is going to be the menu and this is the way we're going to do it. You're constantly tweaking and changing and doing different things. You're, 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 you're slow smoking ribs or you're, you have different takes on different oyster preparations and you by the way, you have a, an award-winning uh, oyster recipe, don't you? Yeah, actually, two of them from about a month ago. We uh, we jumped into that just to you know kind of have a good time and was able to slip away from the restaurant for a few hours and um, had a couple of my buddies that don't work with me every day. Actually, I fish with them. And so we just went and had a good time and ended up picking up two of the awards of the two to three awards. So that was pretty cool. Congratulations. Hey, you heard what I said about Jordan and Field at the beginning of the conversation and about how many times their video has been viewed. Oh, yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a hell of a story about entrepreneurship and and expansion and all of that. But. I mean, they, they, uh, I mean, they're just beginning. What, what's going to be their impact over the long haul? I don't know. I grew up with these guys. You know, I went to Stanislaus uh, with them. And uh, they was always in the restaurant business. And then, you know, they when they started Bacchus and Biloxi, uh, Gulfport, uh, that was their first one. And they kind of just kept growing, growing, growing. And I was doing my thing in New Orleans, bouncing around the city. And I kind of saw what they were doing. And then, um, you know, they grew to about eight to ten restaurants at the time, and then Chard popped up. So I saw an opportunity, and I just took it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, working with these guys definitely uh, furthered my career uh, from what I was going. I didn't see myself having my own restaurant, you know, at age 30 when I got into cooking, you know. 12 years ago. Well, if you think of, you think about their ages, <laughs> so you're, uh, you're, you're not, you're not, uh, young in their, in their book and you know, they believe young people can have great opportunity. And that's, that's one of the benefits for work for, uh, of working for them. You know, I spent some time in new Orleans. I had the, uh, the real honor of being president of NOLA media group and publisher of the times picky and involved in NOLA.com had responsibilities for that. And um, it wasn't until I, I mean, of course, I, as you know, being a coastal Mississippian, I knew there were great restaurants in New Orleans. I really did. But it wasn't until I was there in that, in that role, working through uh, the people who were covering the restaurant scene and watching their, I mean, their dining. I mean, we're talking about award-winning journalists who just, that's what they do and that's all they do. Um, and to really understand the incredible diversity of food in, in New Orleans and how many you know, these are not chain restaurants for the most part, like 99% of them are just, you know, these are owners and chefs who have a passion 
who've done some amazing stuff. That was a great place to cut your teeth, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, once I got out of culinary school, uh, while I was in Orlando, I wanted to go back home. Uh, so I basically, I got on Google. I Googled the best restaurant in New Orleans. And at the time I was 19 years old, I really wasn't big into the food scene. So I was learning everything. And Commander's Palace popped up. Got on the phone. I called Tori. Had a little conversation with him. And then jumped on a plane. Had an interview and got the job. Quickly moved back, packed my truck, and headed to Commander's Palace for a year after that. Yeah, you know, his, his stint there was just incredible. He's, he's really close friends to a, one of my dear friends in Destin. And, um, you know, I hated to see him leave Commander's, but he, he left an incredible legacy there. Oh, yeah. Uh, learned, go ahead. I learned a lot from Tori. I, I know you did. I know you did. I mean, listen, they've had a, the history of Commander's is a long history of amazing chefs. I mean, I'm not understating that, am I? Oh, no, sir. Uh, Emeralds, uh, that's where Emerald got his start. I actually worked for Emerald for about four or five years uh, after I left Commanders, actually. And then, you know, just kept on working through the city. Yeah, em Emeralds in, uh, in New Orleans was one of my favorite places to go have lunch or dinner, you know. Yeah, just enjoyed it. It was near near. I lived in the warehouse district, so it was a short walk, or you know, usually walked. And sometimes, you know, as you well know, the uh, in the midst of the summers, it can be brutal that that walk. You know, in in the pl in places like the yeah, it gets hot in <laughs> July and August for sure. So if it was a business meeting, I, I and I had to have a suit on, I probably didn't walk. I would I would go ahead and and take the car over there, but. But it's uh it's it's interesting seeing seeing your story, and for the restaurant scene in in Ocean Springs these days is just thriving, isn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, Chard, we open up for lunch now. Um, lunch is taking off. We're doing really good with that dinner. All our specials we have during the week, uh, we stay busy. And then about a year ago, uh, we opened up Rooftop rooftop we got that rocking and rolling they just got the third floor going uh so we're doing really good down there ocean springs a great little community always something going on uh, you know you're right there by the beach half a mile from the water so that's a nice little getaway when you get to slip out the kitchen for a minute <laughs> i know that it is hey listen we're out of time for this segment we'll, we'll uh, pick it up on the other side but you mentioned the third floor and you mentioned rooftops We'll talk to people about what that's all about and uh, just great concept and they continue to, to bring innovation to their developments and this is just one of them. And uh, Lord, like I said, the sky's the limit for these guys. It'd be interesting to see where they take it from here. But anyway, this is uh, Chef Milton Joachim from Chard and Ocean Springs and we'll pick it up on the other side. We'll see you after this break. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at Allen toyota.com and remember when you think toyota think j allen toyota his love for the coast is why he's here it's coast view with ricky matthews on super talk mississippi gulf coast 103.1 welcome back to coast you um you've heard you know you heard me talk in the first segment about jordan and field nico and the nico restaurant group and you know these young entrepreneurs and what they're accomplishing 
all along coastal Mississippi, their vision and their impact will will have a very significant lasting effect here in coastal Mississippi. And one of the restaurants, Chard, um, I had the pleasure of having Chef Milton Joachim joining me here today. It's just, you know, one of their many creations. And, you know, when you got the opportunity at a young age, Milton, to come to Chard and sort of prove yourself, I bet you were just so excited about that. Yeah, actually, I was living in New Orleans at the time, and uh, I was working at a restaurant that had just opened a few years before. Started from nothing, and you know, got up rocking and rolling. And then once that was going, I got a phone call from Jordan, basically to go do the same thing, uh, but just this time, a hundred percent on my own. So, put my house up for sale. Headed back to the coast and started rocking and rolling with Chard. Uh, July would be five years I've been here. Uh, so I started out steak, potatoes, oysters, and just kept building from there. So we do all of our specials. Uh, we change up the menu, just whatever seasonal, whatever's fresh, um, fresh fish, whatever I get at the time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Two- so. We have like a smoke prime rib special on Tuesday. Wednesdays we do our ten dollar fillets, uh, ten dollar pork chops on Thursday. Try and just do something different uh, every day. Keep people coming back. Uh, keep them interested. Yeah, that's interesting. Hey, listen, when when I visited with uh, with uh, Jordan and Field on Coastview, Jordan talked about that 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 vision that he has and this approach that he has, which is to to open up a great restaurant. And hire a really good chef who can sort of run it, and and it can be theirs. They can own it like it's theirs, and in a way, sort of puts you in business and says, "Okay, Milton, we want you to be an entrepreneur too." And I talk about this all the time on the show that the reality is, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have passion because I don't care what kind of business you're in, it's hard work. I mean, it's hard work day in and day out. You guys, I actually have Paige Roberts coming on in the second in the next segment. And we're going to talk about some of the challenges that restaurants have had, you know, hiring people. And, uh, and so when you have things like the pandemic you had to face and you had to stay focused on, you know, creating excellent service and amazing meals so people are satisfied and knowing that you're only good as your last performance, you got to get up this morning and do it all over again. Um, you know, to, to be able to deal and, 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 and meet these, these challenges head on, um, I mean, you can't do it if you don't love what you do. Isn't that true? That's 100% true. If if I didn't love what I did every day, I couldn't get up and consistently keep, you know, the ratings or the reviews that I want to get or that I want to see every day or making sure the those dishes go out exactly the way I want it to. If you don't have the passion or the love for it, I feel like it's you're not going to have a great restaurant. You might have a good restaurant. You want a restaurant. Well, what is that? You know, here's the thing, man. With things like TripAdvisor and Facebook and all the other things, people have a voice. You know, people have an immediate voice and their ability to provide feedback, either negative or positive. So it keeps you on your toes. I mean, if you drop your guard for a minute, then things can go to heck in a handbasket pretty quickly. And you're very aware of that, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I got I got two little boys, so trying to balance two little boys in that restaurant, I I could see it, you know. I'm like, all right, well, pull myself back and just yeah. 
It's just a seesaw balance. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of us have to find that 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 balance in life because it's you know it's, it works works part of it for sure. But family life is really important too. And, and the thing that it always kept me going because I was involved in significant change efforts in the last you know fifteen years of my career was that I always stayed focused on ultimately the only thing that mattered in my life was my family. <laughs> I mean, I, I kept a cocoon around them and they rarely had to see me working, even though I was working all the time on, you know, obviously on a cellular phone once we had those. But I tried to, I tried to cushion them from the realities of what I was doing. And when I was with them, I tried to stay focused on them. But finding that balance is hard. It's hard when you run a business to, to do that. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so you, uh, so you're, 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 you're focused on those things. And I mentioned just a second ago that I have Paige Roberts coming on. We're going to talk more about the employment situation. How has it been for you? You've got a, got a good core group of employees and still need some, some periphery or what's your, what's your current challenges related to that? I mean, I've been lucky. I have a good crew. Um, my front of the house, I have, um, a few of those guys that have been with me since the beginning. Um, I have a couple of line cooks has been with me for you know, well over a year. Um, but I mean, you know, finding the, the kinks in between, yes, that's, it, it's a come and go, you know, swinging door. Um, yeah. That's every restaurant. This time now it's making it a little bit more difficult. But, you know, just like when COVID hit, you know, we're just kind of rolling with the punches and, you know, just making it happen. Yeah, you, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes, and boy, it's good to have a good core. It, you know, if you, some of the, some of the really small restaurants, some some had to actually close for a period of time and reopening, kind of starting back over again. It's like you're literally like you were never open before. It's like starting a new restaurant, and then the difficulties in finding things. One of the things that Paige and I are going to talk about in the next segment is when you go through the list of restaurants, and then you look at the kind of positions that are open in those restaurants. Man, it's there's a lot of challenge out there. So you're, you're super, super lucky to have a core and you know, you know what, that, that speaks well to you. It speaks well to to Jordan and Phil. It, it, it speaks well to Chard that they want to sort of stay associated with that in this way, because, um, you know, loyalty is a big thing when you're in a, when you're in a kind of the situation we're in right now, isn't it? Oh yeah. And, and yeah, Chard is, uh, you know, I look at Chard as kind of like my baby. It's like, I, I feel like I built Chard from nothing to what it is now. So to back away from it and to just kind of like have somebody fill my spot, I feel like it's just not, it just doesn't flow right. So when I saw smaller restaurants started to appeal me more than the larger ones is because it's like I could touch everything. If need be, I could run it, you know, solo. It's not fun, but I've done it before. Uh, but, you know, that goes back to the passion you have for, you know, what you're doing, what I'm yeah. doing. There's no, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. Hey, let's shift gears for a second, because, you know, during duck season, I loved some of the photos that you were uh, posting of you in a kayak uh, doing some duck hunting. And uh, every now and then I see I see that you're able to squeeze away and do a quick redfish trip from time to time. In fact, I even think I noted at one point that. You ought to come join my, my me and my my son Jordan because he's really busy too. And uh, when the salinity's where it needs to be, which is not right now because of all the rain, but when it is, you know, we can leave our dock and never even have to start the engine. We can start fishing immediately and 
and the fishing's really good. And we can go, it, literally, it can be so good that we can say, what do you want to eat tonight? And they'll say, well, let's, let's have uh, black and red fish. And we'll go, you know, in 10 minutes later, be, be cleaning a couple of redfish to blacken. That's but that's awesome. one of the benefits of living on the coast, isn't it, buddy? Absolutely. I mean, you, your options are, you know, you go to the back bay if it's too rough. It's nice out, out today. You run out to the islands. Luckily, I got to go run the chard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I get that. But did that, did that love of the outdoors, is that something uh, that came to you, Milton, when you were at Violent and, and you had just grew up around people who just loved the outdoors? Yeah, that. I, I grew up into fishing and duck hunting. Uh, thing. I was born into that. And same with cooking. I mean, I was just born into it, and it's just something that I just picked up on and people enjoy. And then, you know, I always enjoyed fishing, so it's like, all right, I have all this fish. I want to do something besides just fry it. And that's where kind of the creativity started coming from when I was a kid. Uh, my dad has a seafood business. He still does. So it's just just doing different things with food, and I just kind of just built on everything I enjoyed doing. So your dad has a seafood business. Is that in Louisiana? Yeah, it's in uh, Jefferson. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Jefferson Seafood Shack. He's been having that since I was a kid. And uh, so I started working at boiling crawfish, crab, shrimp. And then uh, I just kept going from there. Moved on to wow. the so, so So that, that Cajun influence is literally from the day you were born yeah <laughs> it's interesting because i have i have some cajun friends and, and some cajun family that i that i married into and they all had this they talk like this you know you when you talk to them you can hear that so clearly they say brought yourself here milton yeah, yeah you don't i don't sense that in you further southwest yeah so you got it it's just it's just it's just something that Maybe you factored out of yourself along the way, just being around other people who don't have it deep. Huh? Back to St. Bernard, they say, oh, your accent's different. So I got like a St. Bernard post accent mixture. <laughs> I hear that. Hey, listen, we're out of town, ta- uh, out of time, uh, Milton Joachim, chef from uh, Chard. But look, we're going to have you back. I look forward to it. In fact, you, you know, Jordan and I, once the salinity gets better, Jordan and I have you with us and we'll go catch a quick uh, uh, redfish. We know that you're. The time is va- valuable for you, and we'll you know we'll do a quick thirty minute and a half fun kind of deal, and uh, and I look forward to you know you being on coast you again really soon, buddy. It is good talking to you. Been a lot of fun. This has been Chef Milton Joachim, and when we come back, we're going to continue the restaurant part of this conversation with uh, with my friend Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce. We'll see you after this break. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.